your Locked On Canadiens, your daily podcast on the Montreal Canadiens, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to episode 439 of Locked On Canadians. Before we get into it, we just want to tell you about the top 50 NHL players project that we are doing all across the Locked On NHL network. And if you check out the Locked On NHL podcast or subscribe to Locked On NHL on YouTube, You'll be able to see this week we started with the snubs, the players that didn't make it into the top 50 NHL players. And starting next week, we'll go with 50 to 41, 40 to 31, and so on. So you really, really want to check that out. But in the meantime, we're here to talk about the Montreal Canadiens. My name is Laura Saba. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm joined, as always, by Scott Matlas. Scott, how are you doing on this fine, the heat wave is almost over Thursday evening? I, I cannot tell if I'm sweating because of all the chicken wings I just ate at um, Gabriel's Gate here in Buffalo or because it's roughly a million degrees outside and I've been sweating nonstop for like two weeks now. Um, I, am, <laughs> I, I am very much looking forward to it even being slightly cooler uh, than it currently is right now. So when we heard that Scott was having wings, my family was inspired by that idea. We ordered wings ourselves. I was able to polish off 10 chicken wings. Scott, how did you fare? We, well, there were three of us at dinner and we got 10 mild and 20 medium. So we each split at least 10 wings. I don't know what the actual uh, divvying up of that was, but I like to think that we all ate our fair share in that regard of those. So. <laughs> And uh, I guess, I mean, we always talk about food on this podcast, but I do think it is time to turn our attention to hockey. The Montreal Canadiens, or at least Dominique Ducharme, had his charity golf tournament. It's not the big one that the, uh, you know, the, the, the Canadians do. This is the Dominique Ducharme charity golf tournament. And a bunch of players showed up and it was good to see a lot of them. And there were some sound bites and we're going to get into them. Actually, we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff next week because you guys sent so many questions. We had so many fantastic uh, mailback questions. So we're going to get right into it. Scott, what questions did we get today? Uh, starting right from the top from Randy Hansen. Who is the worst defensive player on the Habs right now? Okay, see, I'm going to say this, and I will fully say this without having watched him play a single game as a Montreal Canadian, and I will fully admit that it is due to the hype about it, but I think Mike Hoffman, because every scouting report on him is like, he's going to score a bunch of goals and he's going to contribute absolutely nothing defensively. So based on that, that is my answer. What about you, Scott? Uh, Hoffman is up there for me, and we love the power horse uh, on this show, but uh, Josh Anderson tends to lack a little bit defensively because he he tends to cheat the zone a little bit to use his speed, kind of like Dale Weiss used to do. Uh, Hoffman seems to be the safe bet in that at five on five, he's not going to give us anything, but on the power play, he's going to be God reincarnated in some way, shape or form. So I, I do think Hoffman currently stands as that unfortunate uh, winner of that award right now. <laughs> That's true. All right. What's next? 
uh, from Jeff the Red. What do you think would be the best case scenario for Jake Evans for this upcoming season? And what do you realistically expect for him? I think he's going to play on the third or fourth line, obviously, uh, as the center. And I do think that I think that we can't expect him to replace Philippe Dano just because he's a defensive center. And we have very, very high hopes for him. But I think that the the best, I think for me, the best and worst case scenario is that he's going to be Jake Evans. You know, he's been solid and, it, you know, at his best, he's a very solid defensive two-way center. And at his worst, he's a solid defensive two-way center. I've not been displeased with Jake Evans' play at all uh, since he has, you know, been playing games on the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, I, I expect more of the same. You know, I think that we're all going to be glad that he's a Montreal Canadian when you know, when he's, when he's playing up against some of the, the bigger teams in, in this division, like Tampa or, you know, Florida is, is very much a, a contender in this division, Boston, Toronto. I think we're just going to be grateful for Jake Evans. And I really hope that his health is going to, going to be steady and, and um, enable him to do that. I think best case scenario for Evans is that he's able to take another step and he plays a middle six role this year. We know that he has some success, and I think if you give him a Brendan Gallagher and Arturi Lekkonen as wingmates, he can make something happen. Realistically, I think he's a bottom six staple this year. Like you said, I expecting him to replace Philip Deneau in this lineup is it's asking a lot. It's like asking David Savard to be Shea Weber. It's not a combination that's going to work out well. I do think the combination of him and Ryan Paling will help the Canadians a little bit. It's still not a full replacement for Deneau, obviously, but their draft picks are going to are definitely going to pay off a little bit, I think, coming in this year. And Evans, I think, will take another step, assuming no one tries to take his head off at the end of a hockey game this season. Like anyways. the coward Mark Shifley. Yes, the coward Mark Shifley. And we're going to have a lot more questions coming up, and that's coming up in just one moment. But first, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus with our promo code locked on. That's right. You deposit 200 bucks, you're getting 200 bucks to play with on top of that. So don't forget to use our promo code locked on. Be sure to take advantage of the opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. This is for new customers when signing up and using promo code NFL100. As you can see, there's tons of offers that you can take advantage of. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. And don't forget, if you sign up today, you'll receive a 100% welcome bonus if you use our promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another one that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. 
Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required and content varies by package. All right, we've got so many more questions and so many of them are about the haves. That's what, that's what I'm so excited about this mailbag. So go on, Scott, what more do we have? Uh, from Randy Hansen, who is the surprise breakout player this year? Randy's picking Arturi Lekkonen himself. So I feel like we had kind of a similar conversation on our last episode where we said who was going to be the most improved and who was really going to take that jump. And I think, Scott, you said that Arturi Lekkonen was going to be one. And we both talked about how Kotkaniemi and Alexander Romanov uh, were going to be one of those. So personally, I feel like with Arturi Lekkonen, if we aren't expecting too much from him, then he's always surpassing our expectations. I don't think that he's ever going to be that top line player unless he's playing on that in, in a role, kind of how he scored that, you know, that, that, that goal that got the Canadians into the Stanley cup final. That's the kind of uh, situation I see him in, but I think he's a solid middle six player. And I, I really do think that he's very reliable in a way that I did not expect before this season. What about you, Scott? I do think Lekkonen's a safe pick. Uh, Kotkaniemi still feels like the money bet right here. You can see that he's so, he's so close. He's so, so close to having that breakthrough. And I really do think that this is the year he kind of puts it together. He, the role is there for him to seize. And if he can't, then the Canadians got to figure out where they're at going into this season with, or next season with him. But the opportunity is there for him to make a monster name for himself right now and to really truly establish himself as a as a top NHL player across the board. Agreed. Uh, also from Randy Hansen, what results from Mike Hoffman would win you over as a fan? Honestly, I think that his on-ice results are not the problem. And I, I expect to be, uh, you know, I expect to enjoy those on ice results, but what would impress me and what would win me over is if he becomes the kind of guy where, you know, with Corey Perry, we were expecting a guy who was going to be uh, really annoying and, and, and we were going to dislike him. And he really won us over by the way that he like really immersed himself in that locker room, became a mentor, became a, a, a team guy. And if we see that from Mike Hoffman, then I really think that that's, what's going to win me over. Yeah. It's, we know he's going to score. I, I don't anticipate like any sort of defensive improvement. Um, if he can produce a little bit more at five on five than I'm expecting, I think that's a huge deal for this. I mean, he's going to be out there. Caulfield's going to be out there. You've got Tyler to You've got a hopefully healthy Brendan Gallagher. You need guys who can score at five on five right now. We've got guys who can score on the power play, assuming they have it set up properly this year, which who actually knows, but <laughs> Mike Hoffman not being a ghost at five on five in a good way would be a huge bonus for the Canadians this season, I think. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, from Jeff the Red, what would be your immediate reaction to Alex Galchenyuk returning to the Montreal Canadiens? 
I would laugh really hard. Uh, I would not write any articles about how they reconstructed his game, though. I just do not, I don't know how to process it because like I made fun of Leafs media a lot for the, how they rebuilt Alex Gauchenyuk articles and everything. And it's not Gauchenyuk's fault. I hope he, I wish him all the best in everything that he does because he deserves that. I just don't know where he fits into the scene. This team has 7 million wingers and not enough space for it. (laughs) And we know they're not going to play him at center. We know he's not a center at this point, right? I guess like <laughs> I hey Scott remember yes. when it was three one yes it was it was wonderful when it was three one it was <laughs> oh the Scott posting that occurred uh for those several weeks it was it was a glorious time and now we're sitting here in the middle of summer anticipating maybe someone signing for the AHL team so we can talk about it for a week <laughs> Uh, from Randy Hansen, most goals by a Hab in the upcoming season. Oh, does he want a number? Or does he want to know who it's going to be? Just who? Oh, uh, it's got to be Cole Caulfield. Come on, we can't disagree on this one. I don't say Mike Hoffman. I, unfortunately, that's exactly who I was going to say. <laughs> so uh, we're going to disagree on this too. I'm about to throw my phone. My whole thing about this is that I expect Hoffman because here's the thing is Caulfield's very good on the power play already. And he knows where to be. Mike Hoffman knows where to be on an NHL power play. And we're going to, they're going to put him out there first. And we know how the Canadians operate. They got to <laughs> replace Shea Weber, which is the hard part. And I assume that they're going to give Hoffman that shooting spot first, even if Caulfield has probably earned that at this point. I don't think they're going to be far apart. I will happily be wrong on this, and I hope Caulfield leads the team in goal scoring this year, but I can't help but feel that Mike Hoffman might be that person for this upcoming season. And we've got tons more questions coming up in just one moment. But first, the other day, my sister said that she would never want to own a car because a car is a money pit, according to her. Well, not if you go to rockauto.com. For anything that you need, whether it's parts or accessories, rockauto.com sells auto parts online. They've been doing it for more than two decades, and they're really the only place you should go because their prices are always reliably low. Their selection is the widest available, and they've got every make, model, and year on there. All you have to do is go to rockauto.com and then put in your car's make, model, year, and all the parts will drop down in front of you with their easy-to-use catalog, and you can even choose your own price. Why would you go anywhere else? If you went to a chain store, the stock would be limited and they would charge you up to twice as much if you were not a professional mechanic. And that's exactly why my sister thinks that owning a car is a giant money pit. And like I said, go to rockauto.com. The prices are always reliably low. Not only that, it's just, it's completely hassle-free. The catalog is so easy to use and you know, you're getting the best parts at the best prices. And best of all, they're going to get delivered directly to your door. You don't even need to go anywhere. Just pull out your phone right now and you'll see what I'm talking about. Don't forget, when you go to rockauto.com to put locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they'll know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes 
just like a candy bar. There are 18 delicious flavors. They're all like a treat and they're really high in protein, low in sugar, low in calorie, and they are made with real chocolate. Every once in a while, they'll have a special edition flavor and those will always be really, really delicious. Right now, they've got a raspberry cheesecake one going on. And I know that that's one of my favorite ones that I've tried from Built Bar. We use them as snacks. We use them as breakfast on the go. Scott takes them on his hikes with him. I use them before or after workouts. They're really, it's a protein bar that tastes delicious. It doesn't have that sandy texture. It doesn't have that paste, that soy paste flavor like a lot of protein bars do. They are so, so delicious to check out. Built Bar, you can go to built.com and enter locked15 to get 15% off your order. That's built.com and you can enter promo code locked15 to get 15% off your order. All right. What's left in our, see, normally this is the, this is the time in the mailbag where we like go off the rails, but this time there's still more Habs questions. I know there are more Habs questions and, and I'm so excited about that. We do. We really only have one like out there question that comes from our nemesis. So I'll, I guess we'll delve right back into the Habs questions here. Jeff, the red wants to know, can't we just have a tie for first in the top 25 for under 25? And no, I cannot tell you who's actually number one because I'm pretty sure it'll get me banned from eyes on the prize immediately. (laughs) So I have been told that there will be no ties in this situation and you're going to have to wait until the end to see if everyone agreed with me or if everyone agreed with Scott. Uh, From Jeffers 84 with Weber and Byron on LTIR, what do you think is done with the cap space? I think they're going to get a nacho bar. (laughs) I honestly think they're going to sit on it like they've done so many times in the past. I feel like if the Canadians know what's what, if they don't get Jack Eichel, I think, you know, they're just going to not ride it out. They're going to give people an opportunity to make the team. And I'm expecting to see some young faces and I'm expecting to get excited. And honestly, I, I, I literally think that's what they're going to do. They're going to sit on it like they do every year. Yeah, it, that, that does seem like they're, they're going to wait for their moment to do something. I don't know what that something is, but it'll be something eventually. So um, from Goalie Droid. What do you expect from Jonathan Drouin? Obviously, we'd all like for him to have a wonderful comeback season, but what do you think are good, realistic expectations for him in the coming season? Well, I would really like for him to score some more goals than he did last year, because even though he had like a bazillion points, he had only two goals and people just kept dumping on him for that. I think that what to expect is going to be really interesting because the reason that he was not on the team was because of quote unquote off ice personal issues. So he has, has, he, he showed his face today at Dominique Ducharme's tournament and he looks great. He looks happy. He looks ready to go. And then, you know, that's what Mark Bergevin said at the end of um, at the end of the season press conference that they had. And so not at the end of the season press conference, sorry, it was, uh, it was, uh, I want to say it was one of the off season ones, possibly after the draft or before the draft. But anyway, he said he talked to, um, he said he talked to Jonathan Drouin, who was ready to come back. We also heard that uh, Carey Price is going to be ready to come back, if not for the first day of training camp, very, very shortly after. So there's a lot of stuff that we can look forward to, which we will talk about on Monday. But uh, I think for Jonathan Drouin, honestly, I would like to see him uh, take that step that he was taking. You know, he really impressed me last season. I know a lot of people were really down on him because he wasn't scoring goals. But if you look at his assists and you look, if you look at how he was living his best life under Dominique Ducharme, 
I think it's really clear that he's inspired and that he's ready to go. And I, I just, for me, I don't even know if there's a certain number of points that's going to make the fan base happy or a certain number of goals that's going to make the fan base happy. But I'm very, very positive on him as I have always been to the, uh, I guess some people get really distressed by how much we're like, you know, leave Jonathan Duran alone. He's fine. He's going to be okay. If we don't expect him to be a two-way player, I think, you know, I, th- I, I honestly, I, I think the sky's the limit and I, I'm expecting a good comeback season. I don't know if I'm going to say it's like, it's going to be his best season ever, but I think he'll have a good comeback. And also on the, on the, on the point of the defensive stuff, like he was, he was much improved over the last two seasons on that front as well. So I think what, what I think if he's given a chance to, he will thrive next season. He will have a good comeback season. I think my biggest thing is, is that he contributes to the Canadians in a way that leads to them winning because winning cures all ills, especially in this fan base across the board. I I do not expect him to be a point per game player or anything like that, but if he's noticeable in the right way, he's setting up plays, he's using his skill to make things happen. He's going to make a lot of people happy. And it's going to be interesting to see how he fits into this lineup now, because he left because he kind of, when he was out of the lineup, you could see the Canadians played with speed and pace. It's going to be very interesting to see where his kind of, he tends to slow down the game to find what he's looking for. When he, even if he doesn't always have the time, it's kind of a flaw a little bit. It's going to be really interesting to see how he fits into a rush counterattack oriented lineup where you have guys like Josh Anderson, Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield. Druan's not slow, so he's going to have to learn to, you know, flip on the, the skating ability when that time comes for him, I think. I, I think one, having a full season under his belt where he plays every game is a huge step forward for him right now. Um, this one comes from Tristan. Am I five-heading the Perot signing by thinking he's coming in to play 3C instead of on the wing? Basically, Drew Ann 2.0, but more like 0.5? Question mark. <laughs> Is five-heading galaxy braining? Is that what that means? I, I assume so. I, I, I'm <laughs> guessing that's what it is. Because uh, of like that meme with the guy with the giant, his brain like grows out and it becomes his like couch. <laughs> I know people know what I'm talking about if they've been on Twitter long enough. Uh, and uh, you know what? Here's the thing. I think they brought him in for as a depth piece and they're hoping that he does the Corey Perry thing. But at the same time, it's the Montreal Canadiens. They're currently missing a number three C. So unless they can get Jake Evans to fully uh, claim that spot or Ryan Paling to, to make that jump, I really do think they're going to just start throwing people in there and see who fits. And it's possible. I just, I, I don't think that that's what they're doing, but I think that that might end up happening. Look, if Paul Maurice isn't stupid enough to play Matthew Perot at center last year or in the year before that or whatever, I, I don't think the Canadians are going to do that, unfortunately. I do think he's going to be a valuable winger for this team. I do not think he is a, a center, unless someone gets thrown out of the face-off dot. Like, <laughs> I, I just do not see it at all, unfortunately. All right, we have one final hockey question from Jeff the Red. Do you think this Eichel mess will be resolved before the start of the season? It has to, because then there's going to be, if they don't, there's going to be drama about him not showing up to camp and not reporting and sitting out and all of that. I, I think that right now it's, it's like the depth of, of the off season. And do you know how close to when training camp starts and even during the training camp, 
all the remaining dominoes, dominoes start to fall. I think there's going to be a flurry of activity. And I think that Jack Eichel is going to be at the center of it. I don't think that he's going to stay in Buffalo. Uh, he's going to be in Buffalo for puck drop on the next regular season. Yeah, I'd be shocked if it's not done by the time training camp rolls around in the next couple of weeks here across the board, just because it's a distraction that no team's going to want, to be quite honest. So, uh, Laura, are you ready for the nemesis question of the week? Wait, before we do that, I want to wish our longtime listener, Jason, and his lovely wife-to-be, Emily, a wonderful wedding weekend. We congratulate you. Locked on Canadians is so grateful for your support, and we hope you have the best weekend ever. Congratulations, happy wedding, all of that. All right, now that the good stuff is out of the way, let's get to the bad stuff and talk about our nemesis, Will, and what he wants to know. If you had to use one condiment on every sandwich you ate, ranging from PB&J to hot dogs, because a hot dog is a sandwich, which condiment would you choose? You can use any other condiment as well, but you have to use your choice no matter what. Okay, so this is a fairly new one, and I hope it stays on the market. I can't tell how it's doing because it's so new from the summer. But if you look at President's Choice Black Label Yuzu Citrus Hot Sauce, that's the one. It's so good. And I've been putting it on everything. I haven't tried it on a PB&J. Although to be fair, and I'll I'll be really honest, I don't really like sweeter sandwiches. Like I I won't really do a PB&J. So maybe this is why it's so easy for me to pick that. But the Yuzu Citrus Hot Sauce is delicious. It's got a little bit of a kick, but it's not overpowering. So like Will said, I can add a condiment to it, but it definitely has like a little bit of sourness and a little bit like there's a little bit of sweetness to it as well, but like, it's, it's really, really good. So that's my choice for my condiment that I would eat on everything. I would just simply stop eating sandwiches. I would be that extremely annoying person who would order everything without a bun at a restaurant and be that guy. (laughs) And this is my answer because I know it's going to annoy Will the most right now. So, um, well, he took your side earlier this week. Yeah, I know. I got to spoil that. I can't, I can't have that. Unfortunately. Um, (laughs) now that the universe is balanced. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my thought is, is like, is jam a condiment like, or is it a spread? It's going to be one of those things where people are like, not with that attitude, right? I, I think of it as a spread. I think of it as an ingredient, not a not an enhancement. All right. Hold on a sec. Hun, yeah. is jam and jelly a condiment or a spread? Both. Okay. Carly says it's both. So I'm going to go actually, because like with burgers, I've actually had like a PB&J burger before and it's fantastic. Uh, if you can balance the sweetness with a type of jam and jelly in there with a savory or something else or something salty to counteract that, I think you can make it work. And he didn't say how much you have to put on said sandwich. <laughs> so like, I guess so, I'm not going to say Concord grape. You'd be expecting that. I think a nice like raspberry spread. So. All right. I'm gonna, Carly, you are you know telling what? me to put ketchup on everything? Carly would pick ketchup. See, I'm sorry for what that, Twitter might say. Fair. No, but that's fair because that's actually a condiment. It's not, it, it's, it's not a spread. <laughs> she actually answered the question. So Will's going to take her side anyway. So yeah, he's going to be like, screw those two locked on Canadians. Hosts. He's got like a new favorite now. And that all is right. all the questions. <laughs> 
that's all the questions we have for now. And we hope you join us on Monday. We're going to talk about what we learned from the golf tournament and uh, any other news that's going on. Plus, we've got some guests. Scott is in touch with a very special guest. And I'm also in touch with a very special guest. And we're so excited to tell you who they are. But we're we're going to tell you like once we have them locked in and the episodes are recorded. Uh, in the meantime, please check out Locked On Canadians at, on Twitter at LO underscore Canadians. You can also email us at LockedOnCanadians at gmail.com. You can follow Scott at Scott Matla. You can follow me at The Active Stick. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like us, tell your friends about us. Leave good reviews so everybody else will find us. And thank you so much for listening. If you liked this podcast, check out Locked On Bets or you'll get the best advice on where to bet. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you on Monday.